Welcome once more to the virtual world of street writers. It's 10 minutes of writing, motivation, inspiration, and activation. Take a swing at this. We got your tips, we got your tricks, we got sleight of hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. Mark, you've been on a roll with acronym-worthy tips. How are you, how are you doing <laughs> with us this time? Let's just go with SWT. SWT. Okay? And, and it's for just stop wasting time, all right? <laughs> because the theme today is there has never been, or at least in 100 years, a better time to write than right now. True. And e even though we talk about staying with your schedule, don't put pressure on yourself, and I still mm -hmm. believe that. But boy, if you're looking for opportunities to write, you are not going to beat what's going on right now. You've got a, a pandemic mm -hmm. that now that's built in, universal, covers conflict, mm -hmm. covers drama, covers tragedy, covers comedy, satire, politics, and anything you write in this time you really don't have to waste a lot of time or spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to build empathy for your audience. Your audience knows. So, so, so COVID is God's gift to writers is what you're well, saying. Well, <laughs> you know, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, I don't, obviously it's, it's, it's serious and I don't mean to downplay it and stuff, but if you're sitting at home saying, gee, I don't know what to write about. Yeah. And you're sitting at home because you can't go anywhere and because you're doing a million Zoom calls a day, which is a whole new experience and mind-numbing in its own right. And you go into a supermarket and you're all wearing masks and you're worried about, is this person encroaching on my six feet and why is that one doing this? Mm -hmm. And you've got every aspect of paranoia, of possible conflicts. You had them 25 times a day. And then if you don't have any conflicts outside, even if you're a homebound, the conflict in your own head about, is this it? I was this about what to I'm say. Doing? Yeah, I was you about know? to say, the I internal mean, conflict of how you deal with it. Yeah. Uh, how you measure other people. Are they six feet away? Or if you're in the supermarket, are they 24 cereal boxes away? What is your... Right. You know, like, right. And then even just your emotions when, and we just talked about it off air, you see somebody doing something that you say, why would they possibly be doing mosh pitting on the beach mm -hmm. or in, in this little bad bar? Why are they all like uh, doing acapella songs three feet away from each other? How does that make you feel? Now, all of a sudden you're ready to go yell at somebody for doing something natural. You know, it's yeah. like, man, oh man, you could take any situation. I mean, I don't want to give away stuff I'm working on. No, you could be. I was going to say, this sounds like good material. It's like a real life version of what Tom was talking about, those oblique strategies. You could just yeah. draw any one of these weird as moments or situations or confrontations. Yeah. And you, where does it take you? And it's not like if you write about, as I did, I wrote a full length play about World War I. And you have to spend a lot of time to get the audience mm -hmm. up to speed and to build that empathy because... You see any, any historical fiction or stuff like that, they have to build a visceral empathy for what people went through in the trenches. Right. What do you have to build for COVID? Like who's not dealing with this right now from any angle of it, whether they're rebelling against having to wear a mask or they're paranoid about picking up a, a delivery of food because somebody touched it. It just gives you so many opportunities 
And then your personality of whether you're going to make fun of these things, the, the bag that attacks you from, from the takeout food, or, mm-hmm. or do you take it from a straight drama point of view? I mean, the, the, the drama stories about the first responders or somebody's making 10 bucks an hour to deliver Uber Eats or something like that. I mean, man, it's just... And just talking about it, we had a dozen different stories right now. <laughs> In the 12 minutes you've talked, you've thrown out... I know. So many ideas. I love this. I mean, I think this uh-huh. is for for the most depressing thing. Hopefully, any of us will ever have to experience in our lifetimes. You're right. It's full of it's full of inspiration, and yeah. not yeah. not all bad inspiration or dystopian in, you know inspiration. But right. there's the one other thing to it would be as a writer. There are so yeah. many yeah. universities classes now. A lot of these things are free, so mm-hmm. you could be filling your brain with more things. Mm-hmm. as a writer and then putting those on the page or on the screen this is it like you say either you're filling your brain with possibilities or you're just starting to put thoughts or you're observing the people that you see on your drive with your mask on to say wow look at that character let's move him with that character bam you got a right. story it's your shawshank redemption thing right it's like get busy writing or get busy dying <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Not to we be won't morbid. go that far, right, exactly in this case, but at least at least realize that you don't have to worry so much about finding a story right now. They're out there. Hey, you got a tip to share? Send it to streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com. They beat us to the punch. Admiring the craft or being jealous of it in this time of jealousy, Dan, what are you jealous of? This is weird because I didn't know what your tip was going to be before we got on, and, uh-huh. and you're all... COVID inspired in a, in a cool way. And I decided to bring this back, which was this book called Get Well Soon. The author is Jennifer Wright. And the subtitle of it is History's Worst Plagues and the Heroes Who Fought Them. When this all hit, I had just read this book and yes. we had talked about maybe doing it in an episode because I really thought it was terrific mm-hmm. from a number of different ways. And we were both a little bit, man, this isn't the time. We don't want to talk about COVID. We don't want to talk about the the plague. This isn't the right one to sort of bring forward. But mm-hmm. in, in thinking about it and taking a look at it again, I wanted to bring it out here as something that I am jealous of and just really respect what the writer did. It's a very serious subject matter, obviously. And she mm-hmm. covers plagues across history, across time. Things from before time was measured in some ways, and they even knew what, what these were. But much like Mary Roach, when I was talking about a sort of irreverent style she has, Jennifer Wright has a similar quality. There's a very conversational, approachable way to this writing. And just this point from the intro kind of gets into some of that. One of my great wishes is that people of the present will see those of the past as friendly or irritating acquaintances they can look to for advice. It's easy to forget that people from the past weren't the two-dimensional black and white photos or line drawings you might encounter in some dry textbooks. They weren't just gray-faced guys in top hats. They were living, breathing, joking, burping people who could be happy or sad, funny or boring, cool, or the lamest people you ever met in your life. They had no idea they were living in the past. They all thought they were living in the present. Accordingly, like any person, past or present, could be. Some of them were smart and kind of geniuses about medicine and also completely dull on the personal level. And others were charismatic and charming and total sociopathic maniacs. That description gives Walter Jackson Freeman II too much credit for charm, but people liked him. He was gross, and he wore a weird penis ring on his neck. So (laughs) she reveals a lot of detail, and Walter Jackson Freeman 
was a psychiatrist who basically was a one-man plague because he was the character who promoted lobotomies for the longest time and, mm. and pushed lobotomies as a treatment. So mm. she may have expanded her definition of, of plague there. But mm. what, I'm, what I was really interested in and what really I took away from the book, aside from the really interesting details and the writing style, was she always came back to those people that she mentions. And she always came back to ultimately there was a lot of humanity and the humanity of the people who helped overcome these terrible situations. I'd read it before this happened. And when you read mm -hmm. the intro, it's kind of heartbreaking because she's talking about we've never had to experience something like this. And mm -hmm. I hope we never do. It's classic writing that draws you in and everybody has their style. But what you just described is what I love about a good nonfiction writer is the story. The big story is there, but they, they are able to tell it through the mm -hmm. eyes of individuals and yeah. the quirks and, and things like that. And so, again, the empathy point of view, you empathize with people. You learn about a major uh, situation, but you empathize with individuals. And for her to, even in that description, bring the, the quirks and, and the humanity of individuals makes it so compelling even just listening to it. What writing is knocking you out? Tell us about it at anchor.fm slash streetwriters slash message hit us with your best shot it's time to get in the ring with us mark you got some updates for us yeah a couple of episodes that came out since um, we podcasted last if you ever wondered where all those exotic erotic and inane new ailments other than covid come from and miracle treatments that come with them this is kind of a unauthorized recording of a brainstorm of a healthcare <laughs> pharmaceutical place. And it's, it's a joke, but it really is fun. We just had some fun. We brought in a, a hypochondriac and we studied him in this, in this podcast. So anyway, take a look at that. And then we've got another one coming out this week, which is going to be just what we talked about, about eating at a restaurant in COVID times. And I read a little excerpt from that, something I wrote 15 oh, yeah. years ago. And uh, awesome. yeah, finished it, updated it, and got it, got some readers on the phone. And so that'll be coming out too. So check it out. It's uh, Grease, Good, and Crime in COVID time. It's wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever. All the popular joints. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and connect with us at streetwriters.podcast.gmail.com. Tell those friends of yours to listen, and their friends too. Take it to the streets. And fight to write. <laughs>